You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Welcome to another episode of Journey into Mystery. (laughs) I love that new intro. I I can't believe it. So those those listening, this is Journey into Mystery. And we have a special guest, Ian. Who is it? Oh, a gentleman of the peppermint persuasion. Oh my God, a peppermint gentleman? I'm representing my people, the peppermint. (laughs) The peppermint (laughs) field? <laughs> uh, how are yeah, you today? Yeah, Steven's here. I, I'm great. Yes, that's good. Steven, how are you? I'm good. The air conditioning works now. Yes. <laughs> the AC hasn't worked in our house in a minute. That is gross because Arizona is like the hottest place in the country. I mean, I guess other than Death Valley, like which got to 130. Yeah, I mean, it, where you are, that's right next door to Death Valley. So, like, yeah, it sucks. They, they it talked all about sucks. They, they were like, oh, yeah, like the hottest temperature on record or whatever for the United States. And I was like, because they said it was 130. But the first summer when we moved to Yuma, Arizona, when I was a kid, it was 124 out. <laughs> so I was like, okay. <laughs> right. At six degrees of, of uh, heat. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, there you go. That's how you cook the Kevin Bacon. That's how you cook a Kevin Bacon. Hey, Bruce is here. What's going on, man? Now it's a show. Now it is indeed a show. Thanks for stopping in. Tell your friends it's going to be a good episode. Mm-hmm. What are we so watching? What do we watch this week? Yeah, exactly. Speaking of the episode, this week we are talking about Doctor Strange. And uh, I have to say this about this movie. Benedict Cumberbatch, it's a good thing they they uh, cast Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange because everybody compares the two two movies of, of Doctor Strange and Iron Man being like, oh, it's just the same story. Like, it's the exact same thing. And it's like, yeah, it's the same story. But like Robert Downey Jr. makes Iron Man like somewhat of a flawed hero mm-hmm. kind of thing, like, like makes him so that he's affable. But Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Stephen Strange is just a dick. Like yeah. there's nothing redeeming about him. Like even when be when he becomes Doctor Strange, like he's not he's not like a different type of guy. He's still just a sarcastic dick. Like I thought that there was a little bit of a change for him uh when the ancient one dies and he like kind of starts to get the full perspective. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "Oh, I've been a tool this whole like my whole life." And now I've been given a gift. I so mean, maybe I don't be one. But you see, see him, we we saw we saw a hard heel turn in that scene in particular, because he has a conversation with Mordo right before that, like you shouldn't mm-hmm. trust her. And then right afterwards, he's like, oh, "Well, she was complicated." Mordo yeah. or Cecilius? Mordo. Uh, Mordo. Oh, so this is when Mordo decides that he's no longer going to be working with the ancient one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I was just gonna say, like, she's a hypocrite. Ugh. Yeah, she's got a Majin Buu symbol. 
I just, I don't, I would stay, I would definitely say that he becomes a hero. Yes. He, he knows like I have power. I need to use it responsibly. I need to help others. Like he was kind of doing that as a doctor, but then he would also not take certain cases if it ruined his like record or whatever. Right. Yeah. But he still does it in a way where he's like, yeah, because I'm the best, like I'm the coolest, like kind of thing. So it's just, don't get me wrong. I love this movie. <laughs> it feels like they won over audiences purely on Benedict Cumberbatch. Well, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen him? He's dreamy as, bro. <laughs> I mean, were people saying he was dreamy as when uh, when he was like before he was Sherlock Holmes? No. It exactly. was Sherlock Holmes. Maybe nobody took the time to talk to him. <laughs> uh, I thought like okay so starting it up I have nothing but a fond like leaning towards this movie I liked this movie it was fun mm-hmm. um, there were some things that I wasn't so hot on like the casting for the ancient one I think that we could have done that better have have you guys gone into that one before? Because there is a reason for who, why they chose who they chose. We have not gone into it yet. Um, mm-hmm. We haven't really do- dove into that kind of subject other than the Mandarin. And then when yeah. the it's just a uh, misdirect anyways, because he's not actually the Mandarin. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, sure. What, what do you have on this, Stephen? Because honestly, to me, I had no problem with, with Tilda Swinton as the ancient one. No, I like Tilda Swinton a lot. She's one of my favorite actors, actresses, just in general. Um, but no, the, the reason that they <clears throat> cast the way that they did and changed the characters in the way they did was because of the massive political conflict and upheaval um, in China in general. Like things that are China and places that aren't part of China technically, you know, with Hong Kong and everything. Um, there are a lot of issues and they do not want to say goodbye to the Chinese money. Okay. Uh, they they only approve so many films to go to normal theatrical screening. Uh, I forget what the number was before it was like 20, but it's got to have increased by now. Um, they only approve so many movies that come from elsewhere to go into theaters in China. And if anything is against what they deem being okay, they'll either ask for um, massive changes, <clears throat> addition of scenes, script changes, or just say, no, your movie can't come here at all. So you're saying because the ancient one in the end ends up being somewhat of a bad person, a, a bad, a bad, a villain, like that, that's why they ended up making it. So she wasn't a Chinese descent. It was about her actual like historical, like canonical background where she's from. I don't remember exactly what the thing was. I can look it up as we go. Are you, through this. Are you talking about the comic book character? Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, the character was supposed to be from a place that was um, highly, con- uh, highly contested region for China. And political uh, uh, contention. So well, they, they already went and made the the character change it from male to female, mm-hmm. and to me, and it, it was it still a Swinton. So they went from like male to them. Uh, fair. <laughs> fair. Uh, they uh, they they. I feel it's the same thing that you do with that they did with Rachel Ghoul. Like the idea that a character so old is from any particular region seems out of con I don't know not out of context but just uh doesn't need to be beholden to anything just I because 
it, you can they they've lived everywhere. They can yeah. speak any language, you know, that's kind of that kind of thing. Like imagine being a person who is as old as the ancient one is, and if you were like on a Tinder date or whatever, and it's like, so I mean, where are you from? And you're like, Well, I mean, I was from the USSR. I mean, Russia now, but and, like, you had to like go back and say like the 30 <laughs> different places that people might know um, where he was called. Like, so where are you from? Like, you ever heard of Pangea? <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to make I, I want to make the point that like I don't think that they had a bad performance. I think their mm-hmm. performance in the role was very well done. I just I I want to see more accurate representation. Okay. And I felt like that was a role that was kind of a no brainer for that. Mm-hmm. Does that like no? That, that make that's sense? Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, she's yeah. like. Like she's awesome and she did a really good job, but like, who's to say someone else wouldn't have done a badass job? Also, yeah, like there's there's a bunch of talent out there yeah. that fits the that fits the the character already. So, but if if they want to choose someone and say that they're of like any kind of like Asian descent and also say that they're ageless, I mean, they should have just picked Daniel Day Kim. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm still hoping that we're saving Daniel Day Kim for Namer. Like, I just. Want that to happen? What was that? He's got the chin. He does. Zeke too. I really (laughs) thought you were going to say Daniel Day Lewis, and I was so confused. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Day. (laughs) Yeah, different type of day. Like I get that now, but it took my head a second. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I do have to say though, the first scene that you see the ancient one in that look is so badass like just the hoodie with the the pushed up sleeves and the yellow sticking out and just kicking kaiseus's ass and all of all of his people absolutely gorgeous so so great now i do have a question going into uh dr strange going into infinity war or even into um in game and i maybe i just don't remember the scene why didn't he just throw Thanos into a mirror universe thing like the ancient one does to Caseus and his her his people? Depending on what time in the movie we're talking about, like it, it might have been a situation where he knows the course of things. Like if it's later on after he's viewed all of the possible outcomes, he might have even tried that somewhere in there. But for everything else, that might just not be his go-to. If he has, if Thanos has the gauntlet, the mere dimension doesn't mean anything. Well, when he's when they're fighting him on Titan, he doesn't have like all the stones yet. Like, oh, true. so if you would have just trapped him in a mirror dimension, dimension at that point, I mean, he might have been able to get out, but he still would have had to take time, right? He has the, the reality stone at that point, doesn't he? Yeah, wouldn't the reality stone say like, "Okay, I'm out"? Well. Yeah. That's the problem with the stones in in the MCU is like each one of them does everything like kind of thing. Yeah. It's just, they're all just all powerful. I mean, yeah. taking take into account this movie, the Eye of Agamotto has the time stone in it, right? Mm-hmm. Does the Eye of Agamotto also have power or is it only in the time stone? And does that mean the Eye of Agamotto and Doctor Strange 2 will have no power? I feel like we are in a spot where it's a complicated one because if you also went for so many other things like time is also space so that also means gravity yeah and so many things so you could just like somebody <laughs> also 
if he had at, at the at the scene where he has the eye of Agamotto and he's reading from the book of Casegrio, Calio, that one, yeah, that Cagliostro. one. He he he's like, oh look, I can make the apple back to full. Oh look, I made the pages come back to the book. Why didn't he just fix his hands right there? Because I, that would have been too convenient. <laughs> I mean, the whole reason he's there in Carmitage is to get his hands fixed. He mm-hmm. now has the exact things to fix his hands. Roll them back to the point before the car accident. Do you, do you get to do that with that one? Because he's using that. He's using his hands to do the things. Right. It's not like if you point the rem- the remote at the TV, like away from it, it changes the channel on the TV behind you necessarily. Like he's pointing it outwards. Yeah, but it's going it in the other direction. He's only using the one his right hand to, to do it. Like he may have used his both hands to cast a spell, but his right hand is controlling it. He could totally point at his left hand hmm. and like make his left hand go back. Like unless you're just saying because he's the conduit for the the magic, it's just not going to work on him. I, if okay. if we asked to see Robert Cargill, he might use that as the fallback answer. <laughs> Oh, let's also talk about that. See Robert Cargill and, and Scott Derrickson. Like Scott Derrickson's the director for this movie. See Robert Cargill is the writer. I believe Cargill is coming back as the writer for the second one, but Scott Derrickson is not coming back to direct. Uh, Sam Raimi's coming back to direct the second movie. I'm not happy about it. Really? Like with all the Army of Darkness, Evil Dead stuff in his his background, you don't you don't feel like that's going to make for a good movie. No, he made a Power Rangers looking ass super, super, uh, Spider-Man movie. And I like Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> the first Spider-Man movie looks like fucking Power Rangers. Okay. Try I, watching it again for the sets and the way the suits look and stuff. Yeah, He's responsible. We're talking about 2001, man. Like that's you can't you can't hold that against him. Like they didn't believe in comic book movies yet. All they had was Blade in the first X-Men movie at that point. X-Men didn't look like Power Rangers. No, it looked like the Matrix. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> so, two things from chat here. Uh, first, JJ wants to know, uh, JJ says, I want to know why you haven't started talking about the best character in the movie. It's Does Wong, by the way. Oh, Wong? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Then, Calm down. <laughs> yeah, and then Ricky st- uh, stopped by. She says, I'm just popping in to say that Benedict Cumberbatch is a hunksicle, and that's why I love Doctor Strange. Not only because of that, but it definitely helps. Well, okay. See, she added in that last part, but I was going to say that helps, you know, lead credence to my uh, <laughs> my, my uh, hypothesis earlier that the, yeah. the only reason why this movie, anybody likes this character is because of Benedict Cumberbatch. I mean, he handsome. He's, he's, like, the weird thing is that for his, is he handsome? No, well, he's he's weird. He's unusual. You, you know? Um, but no, uh, for that stuff, the the weird thing for me for Benedict Cumberbatch this movie was like his voice and everything. Mm-hmm. He does the a vocal fry for it. Yeah, every time yeah. he talks. Yeah, because he's trying to do this weird New Yorker accent, like. I this the first time I watched this movie. I I the first time he talked, I was like, "What is this?" Like it really <laughs> disturbed the fuck out of me. Like I was expecting Sherlock Holmes's voice, and it 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 it. it I know I did not I did not care for it. Did not. 
anytime we get anybody who has an accent that we've heard for a long time and a lot of their other work, the minute they put on an American accent, I have to take five steps. Like <laughs> I, I have to walk away a minimum of five steps and reevaluate everything I know about life for a second. Um, when we see uh, Martin Freeman. Oh yeah, his, and he his, has an American accent. I'm like, hold on. Yeah, that I, was very weird. He fell out of his accent a lot, but the first time you see him, uh, at least the first time that I remember seeing him in Civil War, I was like, this isn't bad. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't as upsetting as this was to me, but it was just like I don't. It felt like he was trying to do a a weird good old boy kind of accent. Yeah. And so his. So Benedict Cumberbatch's accent in this one starts wonky, but about 15 minutes into it, I stop noticing it. Mm-hmm. That's fair. <clears throat> yeah, I think you get used to it because by the time you get to the Infinity Wars, the next movie we see him in, well, I guess Ragnarok is the next movie we see him in. But by the time we get to Infinity War, I don't really register it at all. I don't know if they let him go a little bit more back into his British accent, natural British accent, but it doesn't it doesn't seem as stark different. Mm-hmm. I would love it if British accent was a side effect of magic. <laughs> if you go by laser team rules, where Gavin <laughs> in laser team, Gavin gets the helmet that makes him smart. So his like the character is like super redneck. So when the helmet goes on, he talks the way that he thinks smart people talk. And so Gavin gets to talk with his normal British accent. I love that. We could have done that for Doctor Strange once he like takes in enough books and whatnot. Yeah. Uh speaking of books, and this is how we get to to Wong here. Um is he the only one to have thought of like, you know what? It's going to take a long time for me to study and get good enough for this. So I'm just going to learn how to astral project. <laughs> like, you know, it, it, didn't, it didn't seem like anybody else ha- had had that idea. Uh, but then again, we don't really have the history of Carmitage. I definitely think that he has, we're, we're supposed to believe that he has the drive, this, the super drive to do something like that. Like the way that, uh, Wong talks about, hey, you've already gone through these books. Like these are more advanced than you should be at. Like he's he's learning stuff from these books that he has yet have the ability to actually perform. Like he, can't, he we he's reading those books before he even has the ability to uh, do a sling, uh, ring sling, like teleport, which which is handy. As a person who, who like learned Adobe products, there were a lot of things I saw in tutorials that didn't become relevant until like two years later. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you link layers. <laughs> I'm not sure how I felt about his like training montage of like, I can't do it, but I got the <laughs> form down. Like, I don't I don't know how I feel about that. You you set him up so he's this great academic. But not in practice. Is it because of his hands? Well, like, that's the barrier, right? Like that's his. He's he's he. His whole self worth, his whole identity is in his hands and his ability to do surgeries well. Like <laughs> it's not it's not in his brain as much. But it's now that his hands have been crushed, which is the 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 car crash scene when they do that in the CG. It's just oh, like every time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he he just he he can't. I mean, to me, the way I read it is that you can't he can't get past that. It, it's 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 the thing that's stopping him. 
and it's not until the point where she's like all right either you do this or you die like does he finally calm his brain and be like okay i'm more than my hands because he watches a, a a guy with with a missing hand perform all these moves mm-hmm. so it's not it's not in the hands it's in it's in the the want i guess the, the way i think of this one ian is like imagine if you or i lost our hands for this stuff we'd be like what what do i this is what i made things with Fair. and then a year and a half later like fat because we just ate our, our way through depression and whatnot we'd be like i have a voice <laughs> we just start doing things with that and then i would start talking like this and paying my bills because <laughs> this is how people make money with their voice <laughs> i mean you could get if it's just one hand that you lost, you can get one of those one-handed controllers and still stream. It's true. Get no like, the, though, like the razor mouse that has all the buttons. So I just bind everything to the mouse. <laughs> there you go. It'd be terrifying. <laughs> just over here, like <laughs> at all times. Just And then you get arthritis. Yeah. Carpal tunnel sets in like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for the, for this movie though, like, Mitch, the C. Robert Cargill, he's written a lot of things. I, as far as I know, this was like the biggest thing he had done to date at that point. I think it, definitely the biggest thing going into it, like the idea of like, hey, you're being hired to do a Marvel movie for Disney. Like that's definitely a big thing. I think I believe his other horror movies that he wrote definitely went big after mm-hmm. they came out. So, but yes, nothing got as big as Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Isn't it interesting that's because of the hype that comes with doing a Marvel title? Yeah, most definitely. I would say so, but this movie also does some things different than the regular Marvel movies. Like you get to see all that astral plane stuff. It 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 totally goes in a visual direction that is so different than the rest of the the Marvel movies in general. Plus, I don't know if we want to get to it right now, but that final fight scene with uh, Dormammu is so different than any other f- big boss fight scene that we have like mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's not a, there's not a single punch thrown it's it's him using his brain and being like hey i'll be here until fucking eternity but if, if it means i'm saving the earth from you like kind of thing and there's no yeah. there's no there's no big beam in the sky there's no uh well i guess there is a big beam in the sky but it's not <laughs> the same as the other ones this whole movie is like Final Fantasy, like JRPG kind of fight scenes. Literally all of them. There's a fight yeah. scene that happens on like a disc that's floating in the sky while people wave their hands at each other and things float around them like debris. Uh, and then the final fight with the big bad guy, there's big ambiguously sized but still large bad guy while one person down below talks. What's like, Sorry for my ignorance. What's the J stand for? Uh, Japanese. Japanese. Oh. Okay. Yeah, and it's all it's a whole subgenre of RPGs. Like they are yeah. very specific in feel and cadence and all that. Um, Interesting. Malfoy wants to know if we discussed how Rachel McAdams was in this movie yet, and no, we have not. We haven't because unfortunately she is not really in this movie. Like she could have been anybody. The actress is in it, and I I feel so bad for her because I think Rachel McAdams is a great actress, and I think. There could have they could have done so much more with this uh, Christine Palmer character, but she is utilized even less than uh, Jane Foster in the Thor movies. Like, 
it's, maybe it's like, she comes back in a bigger I'm, way. I'm sure she is going to come back in the next movie, but yeah, just, what kind of agency are they going to give her? It felt like Tandy Newton in Solo, like Solo. It was Solo the one that she was in, right? With Kurt Russell. No, or no, no. The Star Wars movie. Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. My bad. <laughs> I was thinking of Solo with, anyways. Uh, yes, Tandy Newton in in uh in Solo Star Wars movie. She's there just to die. Like, yeah, and have cool goggle things. And, and I, I'm kind of bringing the name recognition, like because she's at the time she's in Westworld, so she's got that. She was pre- previously in uh the Mission Impossible movie, and you know. Her and um, uh, Hamish. <laughs> I know I'm going to his <laughs> fucking character in Hunger Games. Nobody tell him. <laughs> I hate you so much. Chat, shut your mouth. Nobody tell him. I can't see the chat, anyways. It it's it's <laughs> Carnage in the Venom movie. Uh-huh. It, it, yeah. Do do, do you want to know? No. Yes. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. All right, chat. One, one's, if, one's if I need to tell him. Two I if was I don't. Out in the sun for ten hours today. What's my brain fried. What's the name of the cowboy from Toy Story? Woody Harrelson. There <laughs> we go. Chat was completely split on that. JJ said, "Don't tell him." Bruce said, "Tell him." JJ <laughs> said, "Don't tell him." Uh, <laughs> um. Sorry, you you were saying about Woody Harrelson. Yo, the, those are the two names. The, the, oh, okay. they, they, they bring they bring credence to that movie, and because you have you know uh, a, such a unknown star in Aaron Eckenreich, Ed, whatever his name is, Aaron Reich, Aaron Reich, something Aaron Reich, Alden, so, Alden. There you go. What Malfoy, Malfoy put in chat here. Um, I'm just mad because McAdams was who I had as my head cannon for Sue Storm. Really? Hmm. That's I interesting. I can't imagine I her that, that What was that? I can't imagine her as like that kind of like blonde. That was her cool with her being a redhead. Girls. Well, in what? Mean Girls. And I've. I'm sorry. I've never watched Mean Girls. It's okay. I mean, it's literally the movie that she's known for. Still. <laughs> uh, if, if you would like we can remedy this at any point I guarantee I'm, the whole house would be down to watch it with you I'm here for it Because, but just remember that while we're watching it you cannot sit with us Ooh. Okay. if we watch it on Wednesday <laughs> I will wear pink though thank you thank you <laughs> uh, so the person, the person the actress I've always had in my head as headcanon for uh, Sue Storm is Alice Eve uh, recently on was it Daredevil season three or no Jessica Jones season three? One of the two. She plays Tyson Berry. Hmm. And uh, but she was in Star Trek Into the Darkness or Into Darkness, and she's out of my league. Like that was a big breakout role for her. But to me, that was Sue Storm. Okay. So I I think this brings us to our seemingly now weekly segment where we talk about the Fantastic Four. <laughs> and how they would be how how they fit into this and how it could play into the future for the Fantastic Four. Honestly, I don't see how anything from this particular movie helps the Fantastic Four in any way other than maybe uh Doctor Doom. 
because Doctor Doom is just as much science as he is magic. Uh, so with Doctor Strange being the Sorcerer Supreme, he would have to investigate any new dangerous magic that was coming out, and that would be Doctor Doom. Is he the Sorcerer Supreme at the end of this movie, or is he just the protector of the New York Sanctum? That is a very good question. I think he's, at the end of the movie, he's the protector of the New York uh, Sanctum. When we see him in Thor, when he's got his cool yellow gloves, (laughs) Sorcerer Supreme. I don't even know if he's a Sorcerer Supreme at that point, but he's definitely Sorcerer Supreme by the time you get to Infinity War. Okay. Who is the Sorcerer Supreme in the interim, then? They probably haven't named one. Like It he's, definitely seems like a rebuilding period for the whole uh, uh, guild, I guess. The, the, the Wong is the assistant to the Sorcerer Supreme. So he, <laughs> you know, he, he, seems like, he, he seems like the assistant to the Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> Michael! <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's Mordo. Yeah, Mordo, yeah, Mordo, say, Mordo would be the one. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's not true. the natural order. Michael! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wong would definitely be your gym. He's kind of yeah. going along. <laughs> so let's let's chat for a second about, about those two characters. Because um, I think those two characters have big roles moving forward. I, Mordo and Wong? I Mordo so and Wong. Chuatel has a much bigger part in the second Doctor Strange movie. If they decide to go a different direction with that story plot and drop him as the main villain just because we're doing more MCU stuff in that mm-hmm. movie, I'm going to be very upset because his he, he he is an actor is just phenomenal. Like this movie by at this time when they when they 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 announced the cast for this movie has so many incredible actors at the forefront that it is it blows away all the rest of them like just in a critical acclaim alone this movie when when this movie started the first time i watched it i expected 100 percent for him to be a bad guy because he convinced me like a decade prior that he was a bad guy in children of men that was going to betray people he sold me on that concept so well i was like no he's gonna betray everybody he left someone, the fish, the fishes. Obviously, someone still needs to watch the Serenity movie then. What? Is he in there? He's he's in that movie. And he's a good guy? Nah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> depends on how you view him, you know, kind of thing. Okay. It really depends on what your definition of is is. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, that, I just wanted to bring it up. I wanted to hear your guys' thoughts on on Mordo and Wong because Mordo has to be the next big bad for yeah. like Solo Strange, and Wong is fantastic and needs to be around. I would hope in more than just like a sidekick kind of role. I would Do like them have- to give him his own agency in the movie as opposed to yeah. just stringing along because he can. Yeah. Do we have bad like? characters like that in the mcu so far what do you mean someone who's gone across any of the previous sequels in that manner like become more Brody. where they've gone to be a bad guy oh, oh. gone to be a bad guy yeah like uh, hold over characters from before that have become bad guys because one of the things so. watching okay yeah because i don't i can't think of any either no because they kill all the bad guys exactly 
<laughs> and and more often than not, if they don't kill the bad guy, they become the good guy. Like mm-hmm. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier goes from being a bad guy in the second movie, at, as he learns more about himself, becomes the good guy. The the one thing while watching this movie that I that I was the most like cognizant of is that there's a tried and true first time out formula. And this one adheres to the same thing. I was talking to Ian about this in person where the bad guy is still just the good guy with like, like flipped. Like Kaecilius just went through the same training. Yeah, exactly. Like he has the same skill set basically without the like lucky cape. Like, yeah, it's definitely an origin story formula to it of, of because of one mere difference this guy went the way of good and this guy went to the way of bad. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was just watching to see if it adhered to the formula stuff going forward. And like, honestly, Caseus is, if I remember the comic book version of, uh, Baron Mordo or Mordo, uh, Caseus kind of steals that his origin story because when mm-hmm. Dr. Strange ends up at the temple of the ancient one, he's like that he and Baron are, are, training at the same time and Baron Mordo decides to take a shortcut so then he is the evil one like he gets mm-hmm. banished from the temple and has to learn dark art on his own kind of stuff yeah, and we would know him from the Spider-Man cartoons in the 90s that's correct <laughs> it's a rough interpretation of both of those characters <laughs> okay so but for Wong I, I, unfortunately, I think he's going to end up being the, go the same way as, uh, happy, happy Hogan. Okay. Like yeah. he, he'll be there, but he'll just be the, the friend to the star, to the hero. Happy and, Spider-Man's friend. You yeah. work for Spider-Man? No, I work with Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's going to be kind of the, the, the spot that he plays into. I think that it's going to be a different dynamic. It's not going to be like like boss employee kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be more of like maybe a moral compass. Ooh, that could be interesting. Like a moral compass where Strange is getting into a spot where it's like, no, I have to do this because that's going to save the world. And he's like, yeah, but a lot of people are going to die, though. <laughs> so how about we rethink that? You know what I mean? Like, I think if they played into that, that could be really cool for Wong. I think we lose Wong at some point and I don't want that to happen, but we like him too much and they're not going to waste that built up. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, that's fair. It, it's definitely something that could happen. Someone oh, usually has to die. L- l- let us know. Chat is Wong going to die? Yes or no. I don't, I don't need a synopsis. Just yes or no. Is he going to die? <laughs> now, now going forward in the phases of the MCU, I think one of the biggest clues of a character that we're going to get in a future Doctor Strange or future MCU is in this movie because the original uh, protector of the New York Sanctum is the character. The character is the older brother of Doctor Voodoo or Brother Voodoo in the MC in the Marvel comics, who at one time becomes the Sor- Sorcerer Supreme after Doctor Strange loses the title. So uh, if they decide to go that way in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. The Madness of the Multiverse. I, I it's always, the first one. It's the first one. Uh, they could definitely go in a way that uh, 
he he takes over the title of of Sorcerer Supreme after the learning of his his brother's death or in a multiverse way in another dimension like he was the one that took the trip and became the Sorcerer Supreme instead of uh Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. I can see that being one and maybe like um that's what the situation is as we reshape things. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange is kind of like stripped of the power that as far as we've seen came very quickly uh and has to kind of build his way back up. Yeah, I think so. In a way it's more earned maybe. Maybe. Like did you not feel that he earned his powers in this movie? I mean, they fast-tracked it, but I like the character, so I'm okay with it. How long do you two think that he spent at Carmitage? I think he was there for like a year and a half, two years. Yeah, at least. See, I yeah, I think yeah, I think it would I think it would have to be at least four years. Like for well, me, I just feel like he spent a long time there. If we what's want the to... time difference between Iron Man two mm-hmm. and Civil War? Yeah, because that's that's the one because of the radio report, right? Yeah, because the the phone call the in the car where his like his surgery fixer, whatever you want to call him, is like, <laughs> is "Hey, he- I got this thing for the guy in an experimental suit with a lower spine injury." So Scott Derrickson has come out and said that was not Rhodey. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it, it was the one. It was it the was other the one. guy in Iron Man Two there Iron that Man they have the radio of. Yeah, so we that put, about that one, Ian. Yeah, so that puts the beginning of the movie during Iron Man Two, which would have been. Well, see, we, when we watched the movie, or when we uh, Iron Man Two, I th- want to say is 2010, 2011. I'm too lazy to Google it. Chat, somebody look it up. When did Iron Man Two come out? <laughs> uh, if you follow that same timeline, but Iron Man Two also comes out. Like it also takes place at the same time as Incredible Hulk because you remember at the end of Iron Man two when he's yeah. he says, I don't want to be part of your superhero boy band like there's the footage of the Hulk destroying that university Ivy Two- University or whatever it's called yeah 2010 2010 I so you, May seventeenth <laughs> take into account that it's 2000, 2009 2010 uh, that that Iron Man take Iron Man two takes place. Do we have any other markers of when he comes out? Because we don't know about the attack on New York happening yet or anything like that. The shot that they give us at the end on that like crane pullout, uh-huh. um, there's no rebuilding anywhere in New York. Like if it was after the attack on New York, we see in Spider-Man later that they're still rebuilding. True, they're still cleaning up uh, Chitari corpses. Well, I guess the other, then the other thing would did you see the Avengers Tower in in the in yes the, you do you do you do yes so that, so that would be after have, yeah it would have to be after because he just mm-hmm. built that as Stark, Stark Tower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I I think maybe with what I was seeing, I was taking too much liberty and trying to put the whole timeline together when maybe they hadn't gotten that far for Spider-Man when they wrote this the first time. That's fair. So, I thought, yeah, it is. They do have a little bit of uh, outside the loop. Yeah, there's, there, there needs, <laughs> I, I think any sort of like inferring has to be taken with a little bit of grain of salt or like a buffer for like what mm-hmm. was written before what. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you have to also take into account that 
the MCU itself already busted its own timeline uh, a few times. Like when they they made it so that Peter was at Iron Man two at the Stark Expo, and yeah. then also like when they were cleaning up when uh, the Vulture was cleaning his crew was cleaning up and all that stuff. Like all of it kind of gets busted at some point. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here's the million dollar question. Ooh. Because Malfoy already asked it. <laughs> and I've just been ignoring him this whole time, waiting Ooh, for a spot to ask it. Classic. Yep. Classic. Um, who was Tom Cruise in this movie? <laughs> okay. Because he said it's the cape. <laughs> uh, I mean, the only person that I would want to lose is, is, and it's only because he doesn't have that big a part, is the other doctor, the one that Nick, called, uh, Nick, West. Nick, Nick West. Is that? Oh, yeah, Dr. West. Doctor. yeah, yeah, that's that's who I would say because I think everybody else is great. The other option is to, if if a gun to my head. You take it, take out Mads Mikkelsen as uh, Caecilius, and, and you put in Tom Cruise. See, that was my choice: is you make Tom Cruise Caecilius because he's running a lot. Oh, he is running. <laughs> <laughs> you see those arm pumps. He's out here hustling. <laughs> my answer is in a, a similar vein, where it's not so much about who he fits best for the character, like acting wise, but for other reasons. If we were just looking at how Tom Cruise has aged, I think he has to be the, the actual, like Tilda Swinton's role. He has to be the ancient one. Yeah. <laughs> listen, that man's doing fantastic. I mean, he's he's got they they've got, they have something over there that's keeping him young. And it's Scientology. Scientology <laughs> is keeping him young. I don't know what they're doing over there at Scientology that keeps him young. But why didn't they? Why didn't they give man. it to Stephen Hyde? It's not. I was gonna say it's not working on on John Travolta. So. <laughs> You just Malfoy here. You just have Tom Cruise mocap the cape and don't address it until the credits, and then you just have Tom Cruise cloak of level cloak of levitation. I, I'm here for this. I would be fine with this. That's like that episode of South Park where they had like Matt Damon or whoever it was, and they just barked Matt to the dog. Damon. Or who, who, I yes. forget who it was. Or even yeah. Brad Pitt in Deadpool two, like just as the the Vanisher. Yeah, he's there for like what six frames. Yeah, just to see his face. <laughs> I love it. Les Grossman <laughs> surgery handler. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you, guys, Rob. That's a good one. Going into the second movie, the second Doctor Strange movie, assuming that they're gonna come together with other magicians in the Marvel comic universe, who else would you like to see? Like I already named Doctor St- or uh, Brother Voodoo. Like, what other magic user would you? possibly like to care to see Zatanna wrong world so (laughs) I'm actually with you on this one I think this would be where the two universes touch but not for that one I forget his name right now and I'm I'm having a Mitch moment with the golden helmet Dr. Fate is Uh, is that oh you're talking from from DC universe yeah yeah Yeah, I think that's I think that's the one you get um the easter egg when dr strange is doing something across universes and you see dr fate 
that's mine. Even if it's just like an onk somewhere in there. Hey, that's I, mean, what I want to see. The, the way that DC right now is seems to be like DC Warner Brothers hemor- hemorrhaging money and they're 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 all panicking. Maybe Walt Disney walks in and says, "Hey, how about I give you some money and let me use some of this, these DC characters?" It's not you know far how, off, man. Do you know how upset I'm going to be when Disney buys DC? <laughs> I'm going to be jazzed. I'm going to be so, I'm, I'm terrified also. To be clear, <laughs> own everything. What's the point of anything if Disney owns it all? I mean, well, I only need the one streaming service. No, they won't do that. <laughs> you, 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 that's what you hope, but they'll keep it all separate so that they can get your money twice. Yeah. Who are they gonna Who are they gonna put the the Warner Brothers one on? They're freaking, their freaking their streaming service is gone. <laughs> they'll come up with another one. Don't worry. I mean, I'm okay with what. What if they buy Voodoo? just to put the magic related characters on. So getting back to my question, <laughs> it would be, it would be interesting if they introduce magic. Uh, I, I know it probably won't be um, on a, whatever her name is in, in new mutants now, right now. Uh, magic. Yeah. Anna Taylor joy. Yeah. Yeah. Anya. Ooh. Anya Taylor joy. That's right. Uh, so if they decide to recast her, great. If they decide to bring her in, perfect. You don't think they'll use her? I, I feel like that movie, even though it's that is the most fraught development and release <laughs> ever, magic is so beloved as a yeah, character. You're absolutely right. I think they I'll think they I th- I definitely think they'll use the character. I just don't know if they'll use that actress. Oh man. I, I, I would feel so bad answer. for them. What's up? I can't remember her name. But she's the magician from Runaways. Yes. So uh, I was going to bring that up. Sister Grimm is her code name. I can't remember what her actual name is. But in the TV show Runaways, they do have a connection straight to this movie. When she uses her powers at one point, she gets that uh, thing around her eyes that that his guys get. Yeah. So she's already made a bad choice. (laughs) Correct. She's already tapping so, into the power of Dumamu. So that leads a complete door open for Strange to show up and go, Hi, I think <laughs> we need to have a chat about where you get your power and the choices you've made. Yeah. Because, like, you're a kid and you've made some bad choices. Because <laughs> <laughs> that conversation is going to go over well, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> no, I, I really think, um, honestly, magic is a good one for that one, like the character with a K. What about um, uh, uh, well, Wanda for one, we know is going to have a tie to the second Doctor Strange movie, but yes. her son from the comic books, um, Wiccan, yeah, like he's straight up magic and at one point was a possible contender for the Sorcerer Supreme. Do you see them introducing a young Avenger in that way? Because we've talked in previous episodes of the show that they are kind of putting together a young avengers team in the background mm-hmm. it's true yeah that could be really cool know. honestly it, this might be a solid one for them to try to do something to branch uh x-men stuff into it with nightcrawler as well okay uh i mean if you go you go along the lines of his half half of his lineage being a magical being a demon yeah it's it's the seraphim and the chafm is that is that what his azul the chafm yeah, it, whatever their term is for it, they 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 decided to give them 
like a name. Yeah. Seraphim is longstanding. Right. It's, uh, a, it's a succubus and a succuboy. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> <laughs> that could, I mean, that could, I, I could see them bringing in Nightcrawl. That'd be cool. I mean, magic kind of is our, your introduction to the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, they're all miracles at this point. President has been set. Even though her power isn't isn't a mutant ability, it's it's all mystical ability. But yeah, either way, there's that. There's Doctor Doom we talked about earlier. There's also uh, I think there's one other magic user that's pretty big. I mean, there's always uh, King Arthur's sister. What's that, Mordred? Yes, but yeah, she exists in the Marvel universe too. Doubt that they'll 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 get to that point, but. Yeah, that that's branching out. That's like that's if they decide to ex- explore even like more of the outer space things that are yeah. magic that are actually technology. <laughs> Mitch, that's your that's your two gun kid poll. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you um, haven't talked about how two gun kid's gonna come into the sequel yet. Yeah, no, because he's already there. Like, I don't have to say anything about it. There, are, I already talked to the 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 script like the script supervisor i was like hey if he's not in here get this back in the room and he's like bet i got you man (laughs) yeah um malfoy wants to know uh is atlantis magic so could like this be namor or somebody from atlantis so uh, if i remember correctly the the atlantis in marvel universe isn't magical like the atlantis in dc universe dc universe is magical marvel universe not so much it's like okay. ancient technology. Yeah. That makes sense. That's why he's got a bow, right? Like no. Bow and what does what does Namor use? He has, what does he fight with? He just oh he he kind of has a he sometimes has his trident too, but most of the time he just uses his strength. It's his strength. Okay. He's got the weapon. I'm thinking of somebody completely different. In my head, I smashed like six characters together. <laughs> so there's 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 a comic book run for that. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, okay, so any yeah. other any other things you see going forward for future phases? Like there, we talked about all the characters that were introduced in this movie. Caseus is dead. Uh, the ancient one is dead. Dormammu's still around. Do we see him in a future? Uh, one of the things I thought was interesting is they talk about him at they one of his nicknames is Destroyer of Worlds, just mm-hmm. like Galactus. Yeah, so gonna, I think he's gonna high five Galactus, and they're gonna become the same dude. Galactus is going to be like, yo, Dormammu, uh, I heard somebody came to bargain. Give me that strength. I and... feel like them them using Dormammu in this puts them using Galactus way far back. That that That's a possibility. Because like you can't have two of these such similar things, even though I know in the DC, like, in the Marvel universe, like we've already had similar good guys, similar bad guys, you know, they can do something to differentiate that stuff. But I don't know. <laughs> See, I think I'm still standing pretty steadfast in our next big bad is going to be Galactus. Like okay. we 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 had Thanos and Thanos is a a big bad. Mm-hmm. We did Ultron is kind of like our mini boss, right? Like our halfway point. Yeah, right. checkpoint. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you you beat Ultron. Now you got to deal with the big boy. You know, um, 
it was a good thing though that they didn't bring back Ultron as like you know the 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 pre boss. Like you know you you play video games and you get to a, a level and they, <laughs> they 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 like oh well this is the big bad guy and then later on when you have to fight the even bigger bad guy they use that bad guy as like a pre boss and it's just like yeah. I already defeated him, and he was hard. <laughs> For this, the the one big question I have is, who do we actually see team up? The closest thing I think we've really seen is a person who was already subservient to a bigger bad, um, with uh, Ronan and um, and Thanos, because mm-hmm. Ronan was big bad, and then Thanos was big big bad. You know, right. But who do we see that were even players that then team up for something? Who 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 is that? Because they've got to do it at some point. So in there's that too case, much shit we, happening on Earth. In that case, we get back out into like Cosmic Avenger stuff with Silver Surfer being the harbinger of Galactus. Or like, you go you go along with what Ian and I've been saying been saying since uh, starting the show, and you have the Thunderbolts, and you have Mordo like join the. See, because that was going to be my next question of like, who from this is a Thunderbolt? Because like, Mordo doesn't seem like he'd get arrested for anything. No, he <laughs> wouldn't. But like, maybe he gets recruited, like straight up just yeah. recruited. Ross is like big ass cigar. He's like, so you want to kill sorcerers, huh? <laughs> so you want to take away all the magic? So do I. <laughs> so do I. Sign these papers that say you work for the UN. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kelly in chat says that we whatever happens we need a real Doctor Doom ASAP. Who would you like to screen. play Doctor Doom? Steven Seagal. Okay, oh, you aren't allowed I'm to. Answer. Oh, I'm joking. Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would hurt somebody. Yeah. <laughs> chat, do chat. Who would you like to see play Doctor Doom? If he was still alive, honestly, Alan Rickman. Interesting. Would you so then would you have an older cast as the Fantastic Four? Yeah. Like if, if Alan Rickman were around, I would love to see Alan Rickman Doctor Doom. Because at that point, I feel like he's just like magic Hans Gruber. <laughs> um, and then you you have an older Fantastic Four cast, and their whole thing is just like, no, we've just been kind of staying out of it because it's none of our business. That's fair. I think that is kind of the way they have to play the Fantastic Four at this point. Yeah. It's much too late for them not to do it some way like that. Um, I don't know if they end up being that much older, though. I, I don't know offhand who I choose for this one. They're actors that I love. I'd love to see Killian Murphy in pretty much anything. He would be a great Doctor Doom. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Like, he's my dude. He might be tired of wearing masks after being Scarecrow for so long, but... <laughs> <laughs> um. Malfoy says Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, that would because of the man in the iron mask kind of thing. Like, <laughs> uh, Bruce also said Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz would be great. It would be good because then he would still also have like the German leaning. Mm-hmm. I do like this one. And I love well, Christoph Waltz so much. So Rot48 in chat wins. Uh, wait, okay, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise. How about um uh, uh Gerard Butler? <laughs> Alexander Skarsgard. Yeah. I'll take a Skarsgard. Any of the Skarsgards. Like it's the, the whole idea of like Doom like messing up his face and then hiding it because he he used to think that like he was super beautiful and then like that deformity is he needs to hide from the world. I know who it is. Okay. 
if we're if we're it? just casting on that basis alone, it's Matt Bomer. I mean, yes, he was perfect before. <laughs> if he messes up his face, I mean that's the character he's already played in Doom Patrol. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly here in chat, I think I think wins. Billy Eilish as Doctor Doom. Let's go. <laughs> And honestly, like if if they were to like gender swap a character, I'm fine with it being Doctor Doom. That would be I'm here for it. I'm here for it because then you'd have a younger Doctor Doom, and then we could have a younger Fantastic Four to go along with it. Just Imagine. as long, just as long as you never played up as like Reed and her relationship was a like romantic one. Ever. Don't yeah. do that. Like keep it. As competition, a, yeah. I don't want the idea of a young Fantastic Four, though. I don't want yeah. another young Fantastic Four. We we already had that twice. Yeah, even though I was fine with the beginning of Fan Four Stick, like that that part was fine for me. I know you can barely see my face because I'm in the dark now, but like I retched. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch does not like this choice. He will remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, last thoughts for everybody, including the chat chat on Doctor Strange. Like, how did you feel after this rewatch in comparison to the first time you saw it? I still enjoy it. Um, I liked it the first time. Uh, there were some things that I saw throughout the like throughout it this time around that made me go, maybe it's not as good as I remember, but it's still a solid higher middle of the pack. Mm. Okay. So like it's like it's like plus of center. Fair. That's exactly where I have it on my list. It's number 11 out of 23. Hmm. Um for some, I like this movie a lot. The thing that I always get caught on is I think Kaecilius is just such a boring boring bad guy. <laughs> like that actor like Mads Mikkelsen got wasted for this. I would say other than Tilda Swinton and 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 maybe Chiwetel for like everybody's wasted. Yeah, like I feel like Caselius was the most bland, non-threatening bad guy. Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't. He's he's one of the, like I get that 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 Zemo doesn't think of himself as a bad guy, and Killmonger doesn't think of himself as a bad guy. So to sp- kind of. Like, but he Casilius really doesn't think that he's doing anything bad. He's just like a zealot. Like he just believes that this is the natural evolution. We need to become one with Dormammu. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's where we all belong. Like it. That's the only reason why he doesn't have the nefarious plan or anything like that. He's like, one, the ancient one has been lying to the rest of us, and two, this is where we were supposed to be, anyways. Yeah, but like. If you're going to go toe-to-toe with the Ancient One and all you say is that she gave you parlor tricks, you're going to need more than that, bro. <laughs> That's fair. True. For this, I, I do think um, massive implications come from the forthcoming series. Uh, I think that the two series, WandaVision and the Doctor Strange series, I think those are directly intermingled. Yep. Whichever one comes out first leads directly into the second one, the events of this of the second one. And those are the things that make everything after this happen. Like yeah. they're integral to the next phase. I think it's it's so interesting that like 
the we're, we've been waiting for the beginning of phase four like uh, black widow is supposed to be the beginning of phase four and we we just can't get it started because <laughs> because of covid like everything i believe banks off of that starting because we still you're gonna get the winter soldier falcon show you're gonna get loki show you're gonna get wandavision eternals all that stuff can't happen until black widow comes out and i think they're waiting to see what happens with mulan like the the response to mulan before they drop black widow because like they know black widow was gonna make them money (laughs) i don't know if it was do you guys feel really just about that movie i am i was i was excited to see it but I, I'm a big Taskmaster fan, so oh, well, and, well, that's fair. It should be a lot of fun. Like, yeah, I, I just I couldn't care less at this point with, about a Black Widow movie, even with David Harbour in it, like one of your favorite actors. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just if they were gonna do a Black Widow movie, I think it should have happened right after Civil War. Oh, I it think definitely should have also, but yeah. I'm still here for it. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay. Well, uh, Stephen, let's start with you. Where can people find you online? You can find me all across social media as either Peppermint Gentleman or Peppermint Gent for short. Hell yeah. And Ian, where can people find you online? Hi. If you're watching this right now, you know where to find me. It's <laughs> twitch.tv slash Ianflux. Not watching this right now and you're listening to it, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Ianflux <laughs> and on Twitter at Ianflux12. I-A-N-F-L-U-X, the numbers one, two. You can also find me on Twitter. Mitch, at, where can people find you? Oh, you can also find me <laughs> on Twitter. I am at Mitchipedia, G-E-M, G-E-M stands for Geek Elite Media. The rest of Geek Elite Media can be found at Twitter, at Geek Elite Media, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our network on our website, geekleetmedia.com. Please go and check out our Patreon page. Yeah. <laughs> it has all kinds of cool tiers and bonus exclusive things that you can't get anywhere else damn right is, is, <laughs> the, is that one up there yet Mitch? uh there is a few up there the the one that that i'm at yeah. yeah that you made i hadn't because i completely forgot it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but it's right after this okay <laughs> it's very good it is <laughs> and then, uh we'll link to mitch's only fans there but you have to spend a hundred dollars to get it I, so, I like it. It's true. It's a, it's a good OnlyFans. <laughs> it's only faps. Jeez. But whatever podcatcher you use to listen to this, if you listen to it on a podcast, please rate and review it so that you can help spread the word of our network. But until next time, this is Journey into Mystery. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Which one were you going to say? Which one oh, were you going to Geek out. Geek out. Geek out. <laughs> <laughs> this concludes our broadcast. Peace.